a weekly talk radio show for movie lovers. And now, newly sponsored by the RPL Film Theater. We love them so much. Please take in some of their beautifully curated cinema at an equally beautiful price. Um, As always, please beware of spoilers. Otherwise, you may find out that glasses make you unattractive. That's not from anything specific, but just from everything. That's right. This week, we are discussing makeover movies. I'm your host, Sean Dunham, and joining me are my two fabulous co-hosts, 40-year-old virgin Jeremy Laqui <gasps> and Queen of, Gen- <laughs> Queen of Genovia, Sonia Stanger. <laughs> Our pears are delicious. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend, you guys? Did you die in the heat? Yep. Nope. I cooked chicken in 20 minutes. It was incredible. Outside? Yes, <laughs> by putting it, <laughs> putting it on my car. That's yeah. amazing. It was... It was it was my first real manly father moment as wow. I cooked cooked this meat in the heat. The heat meat. <laughs> Moving on. It's <laughs> formative years, the first meat. The heat, heat meat. Um, Sonia, what did you do? I know you had a, a gig outside. Yes, I co-ran the box office at the amazing 2018 Regina Folk Festival. And did your meat out. get the heat? My meat did too? not get the heat. I will tell you, I think I was the best hydrated person in Victoria Park as was everyone in my immediate vicinity who I continually harassed about the color of their pee oh. to make sure they were hydrating. That's a lot were of... You, were you like... We're really off rails here, but were you like checking? No, I wasn't... Okay. I just asked. She's not so yes. that type It's of, just the fact that right I was checking in that I would say, is it lemonade? Oh. That's a fun... Welcome to spoiler Fun visceral alert. imagery like a, for you there. God, I God, could God. use a makeover <laughs> in terms of my personality. You could use a social makeover. <laughs> they don't even know what the show's about yet. <laughs> No, I said it. I said we got makeovers coming down the pipe, y'all. <laughs> um, so you two, what are what's one or two of your favorite movie makeovers, or even what have you watched this week? My favorite movie makeover. I thought about it long and hard this week. Teen Wolf, starring Michael J. Fox, where he discovers he is a werewolf. That is one of the best makeover movies. You can argue that it's not a makeover movie. I think that it is. Just that it's inherent to himself. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. you know, there's, there's this whole other side of him he didn't know about. Uh, it also has one of my favorite sports movie shots where he stays in non-wolf form to win the basketball game. And the guy who he's, like, clashing with is watching him throw this uh, penalty shot. And you just see him react, but you don't see the penalty shot right away. Great stuff. Team Wolf. Makeover, Teen Michael Wolf. J. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf makeover. Teen Wolf. Is yep. it a... Okay. Yeah. Here's time for a disclosure that will surprise no one. <laughs> you I have haven't seen, seen it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and actually, Am I qualified my, to host this show? No. That is mine as well. Quick, quick answer is no. Uh, does he deliberately get a makeover in that film? Or just, you know... No, no. Uh, all the men in his family at a certain age uh-huh. find out that they're werewolves. But... <gasps> Oh. So, but but yeah. is there a point at which he's like, okay, now I got to figure out hair gel. I got to figure he, out how he, to condition all of this. He has to figure out how to. He is a public werewolf. Yeah, like he has to figure out how to. So is that part exist. of the movie? Oh yeah, like I it's like it's that. it's it's all about. It's essentially about puberty, just on this hyper. Oh, a metaphor. Oh my yeah. god, I it is see. a metaphor. <laughs> I see how this is. <laughs> <laughs> it appeals to your literary. But there, but there are some great moments, and he becomes super popular because he can do all the sports. He's got great and, hair. Yeah, so he spends a lot of time Everywhere. as a wolf. There's also an amazing scene where his mom is trying to keep uh, Michael J. Fox and his dad really healthy, so she's boiling bacon, 
<laughs> and it is the most disgusting thing. That's so That's awful. It's so white, you guys. It looks so gross. Yeah, that is some white people That's nonsense. The... No, no, uh, the I bacon think he is so white. white. <laughs> the meat is boiled white. <laughs> it is. White We're so white. We boil our bacon. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> so gross. Oh, I'll cook this bacon a healthy way. I'll boil it. How did? What's the relationship with the mom? Does she have a, a werewolf stitch too, or is she no, just? No, she, she, I think she knows about it. But uh, it's really about it's a father son. You know, he Bonding. he is freaking out in his bedroom as he's becoming this teen wolf, and then he's in his bedroom and his dad's knocking. He's like, "Son, please open the door." And he does open the door, and then it's revealed. Spoiler alert: that the dad is like full werewolfed. Oh. And, uh, yeah, Teen Wolf. This is... Is that a metaphor for, like, s- seeing your dad naked? Oh. And then you're <laughs> like, you're... that's what it's going to look like? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. I think it is. <laughs> Did Having you have never... that moment? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that probably really weirded you out. It's confusing. <laughs> um, I have many favorite makeover movies oh, I discovered sure, this week. Sure, sure, it's sure. clearly an element. Oh, I've just gotten a live on-air look at <laughs> That's Michael J. Fox. My beard, my beard kind of does that cheek thing, oh. and I don't know that. You would be a great just like a spot of the You'd cheek. be a great Teen Wolf. He's got a bit of an upper jaw beard situation. Yeah. That just, does happen to a lot of it's men. It's seeming to sprout from the hollow of my cheek. There's no shame in that, Sean. I know, but it's just something I'm ashamed of. <laughs> There's no shame in it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's upon reflection, it is an element that appears in a lot of movies that I love. One of which, mm-hmm. and which I would say very close to the top of the list, Never Been Kissed. Some of Drew Barrymore's best work. I've never actually seen it. Thank God. <laughs> um, Sometimes the tables turn. Okay, I also love this movie, mm-hmm. but on, I... I spent a lot of time thinking about myself at 25 returning to high school, yes. <laughs> and it is not going to work. No. It's... Like, sometimes I will see a high school student and be like, right. okay, like, what? I could maybe have done this at 14. Yeah. Even in high school, I was like, who are you people? What is this? Which is partly what that movie's about. And I would say it represents some of the best of makeover films, which are, like, about becoming in touch with your true self. Um, which is what she ultimately does. Also, highly problematic that a high school teacher like thinks he's oh. falling in love with his student. And I feel very bad for him, to be honest. Because if you think about it... You're like, she's so smart. Yeah, he, like it makes sense that he like fell for her. And it is appropriate, sort of. But the fact that he like was probably so tortured, thinking that he was like this attracted to his student... Anyway, it gets complicated. He might not have been that tortured. He seems tortured. Who played the teacher? I forget his name. He's a hot... David like, Duchovny. Late 90s dude. No, it could have been David. Keep um, guessing. Uh, I also... Something I remember about that is mm-hmm. that it's a so of a nothing story to send your journalist to high school. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, it's the worst undercover you could have. I feel like it's one of my favorite rom-com tropes wherein an editor thinks up this dumb story <laughs> where someone has to have this contrived thing that like, they do. Where a news outlet just has money to burn. Yeah. And they're like, let's send Drew to high school for a month. More than a For month. no targeted reason, huh? either. Just to, like, figure out what the teens like, are doing. The teens do. are doing something. Did she enroll? Like, yeah. Like, she didn't get she, the school in on this or anything? Well, no, it's she, also the high school she went to, so I don't know how they weren't, like, there must how be How any error. of the teachers were like, I remember you from eight years ago, yeah. Drew, or whatever her name is. His name is Michael Vartan. Vartan? Barton. Vartan. Vartan. He was in Monster-in-Law. 
which people may have seen. Oh, one hour photo. He was in that. Hmm. A lot weird. of things we've He's all got weird seen. choices. Hmm. Uh, yeah, but he was cute in it. I'm going to be honest. In 1999, Michael could get it. He was doing it. Um, one of my favorite things is the way that Drew or Josie, Josie Grossy, as she was known in high school. <gasps> so mean. Oh, yeah. It's so mean. It's the so way mean. she dresses the first day back. Like, that's she's a like good trying one. to be cool, a cool teen in 1999. She wears this outfit that's like basically a negligee that's covered in feathers. It's like a big chicken feather, <laughs> like top blouse. And she like struts in, and all the high school girls are mean to her, and she realizes she's still the same person. That is, that's bleak. She overcomes. She learns about true friendship and true love. Anyway, great movie. Because I was going to say, is that even a good makeover? Because she is not appealing when she makes over herself. Well, she figures it out. But then she levels she out. She gets help from her brother, Luke Wilson. <gasps> oh, my God. I what think? year was this and movie? And he enrolls as well? Yeah, he comes what? back because... <laughs> oh, no, sorry. It was David Arquette. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but same difference. No, uh, not Is it? Really. Is no. it? But, like, Molly Shannon's in this. Jessica Alba is one of the mean girls. John C. Riley's in it for a bit. I forgot about that. It's a great movie. He plays one of the mean girls as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also watched a 1999 film this what year or this week uh, called She's All That. Yes. And it is like peak 90s. It's got all the people with three names. It's got Rachel Lee Cook. <laughs> it's got Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. I, I, <laughs> there's a Sarah Michelle Gellar in a cameo. I don't think there's anything more 90s than that movie. Than three names. Than so. three names, but also yeah. that movie. Yeah, and no, that movie in, in its entirety. There's is... a Paul Walker as a as a bad guy there's a gabriel union who looks the same there's a little kim who looks crazy um and it's basically laney boggs is a um like an art girl and freddie prince jr makes a bet with paul walker that he can pygmalion her um <laughs> or um and she She's one of the classic, like, the glasses make me unattractive things. But yeah, in this one, it's so right? crazy apparent that she's stunningly gorgeous, but, like, with glasses on. Also glasses that are, like, very hip now. Yeah, like, it's they're, also, like, like big, but very nice glasses. glasses. Yeah. I remember watching that movie thinking, like, she, like, she is not, this is not a makeover. No. Like, she's just putting different clothes on. I know. That's all this is. Like, well, the... The unattract most unattractive part of her is that her art is terrible. Yeah. And that she always falls down. What's she is really like, clumsy. <laughs> I'm a clumsy person, but I'm like I think there may be like an inner like ear. Like she should issue definitely here. go get a CAT scan. Every time she's got <laughs> Lainey's got something. Can we oh. talk about the hacky sack performance? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so then also Let's. she Freddie Prince Jr. tries to connect with her by and so he meets her at a art show. Um, where she does an insane piece with Alexis Arquette. Mm -hmm. um, and then she tells the host that he's going to do something. And so she puts him on the spot because she's so mean. Mm -hmm. And so then he just makes up a spoken word piece while doing hacky sack about never letting it touch the ground. <laughs> and honestly, it spoke to how hard being popular is. <laughs> He's like, everyone's counting on you, Freddie Prince. It really came from the heart. It really came from the heart, and I believed him. I, I believed just thought in his about, art more than hers. I just thought it was about how hard hacky sack was. <laughs> I, had to reach, I had to reach in to see. Well, Sean was a very popular kid in high school, so he knows. Yeah, struggle. oh, I was throwing haggis bags all over the place, but never letting them hit the ground. <gasps> he was, she's all thatting all kinds of girls oh, in man. high school. Yeah, that 
that's not true. I actually was just reading uh, Harvey Hardy Boys in the Hilarious text. Oh, <laughs> so I know, but also this film ends with an amazing, iconic dance scene yep. at the prom, where Usher's the DJ. He goes to their high school, <laughs> and uh, he plays a Fatboy Slim song, and everyone in the school knows this uh, great choreo, and they all just break into it. That is maybe my favorite 90s teen movie trope. It's so good. And they have a bit of a dance-off. And friend of the show, Claire McCashin, wants to issue a um, a challenge so that we all learn this dance because... I'm into it. It, was, it's, it seems to be simple. Like, the part that the main cast members do seems simple. And then it's really carried by the background cast that is dancing their butts off. <laughs> but we can do the first part. Okay. So <laughs> I will be the weak link in the choreo, just so we're clear, but still, I will try. That's so, all you can ask. See you at practice. Great. Everyone. Um I should need- we can we talk about speaking of Pygmalion? Oh. One of my other faves. You wanna talk about my a pig way. show? <laughs> <laughs> a pig show? No. Not I'm Carrie. trying to think of some sort Not of pig, pig movie. Um My Fair Lady. <laughs> <laughs> so some good. Just you wait. Good I'm voice Reagan. work. <laughs> All she wants is a big warm chair or something. <laughs> she wants, a, yeah, far away from the cold night air. Yeah, which yeah. is sad. Um, what are, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think we did talk about this a little bit on our movie musicals episode, just like how awful of a human being Henry Higgins is. Oh, he is. How he's just outright a brutal misogynist, classist, a-hole. Yeah, but um, he's, he's grown boy. accustomed to her face. He's grown accustomed to her ways. Did you say? Oh. <laughs> he just like talks things and then there's some rousing score yeah. underneath. <laughs> um, mostly my favorite things about that movie are her accent. Mm-hmm. Her accent is nice. The rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. It's a little bit like that. And she does the racehorse scene better oh. than Pretty Woman does. I agree. When she's like, move your blooming ass! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love the choreo of that scene when like, uh, when it opens on the, the, um, the race and all of the rich people and the ladies in their big feathery hats are doing this like really graceful like swan gliding kind of dance as that scene opens just to demonstrate the like hegemony of the upper class and how they all are exactly the same but also that is a great example of how uh in that time you could do a musical with hundreds of extras and everyone will just like be there the whole dang time and it's going to be like brutal production Mm -hmm. it looks great you guys it looks amazing it holds up (laughs) you nailed it and then she just, it's like, oh, who knew Audrey Hepburn it's would stunning. make such a She's stunningly so beautiful, basically a princess. Yeah. Which Nobody she also knew. She's like Sabrina. a Hungarian princess, isn't she? Isn't um, there like a subplot of her being one? Maybe oh, yeah. No, you're right. They find out after the fact that she's like distantly, secretly uh, a rich. fairly a rich. <laughs> rich. A rich. A rich. Anyway, mostly I just wanted to do my Eliza Doolittle little voice. <laughs> I'm it's real bleak. It is bleak. Also, did you know that she, Audrey, sang all of her songs, but then they it was so bad that they got Marnie them. 
Marty oh. Noxon. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. To do all of the singing parts. Oh, I, I had no idea about that. Yeah, it's <gasps> kind of like with Moon River and, um, what's that movie? Yeah. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh, I Not thought she did Moon River. No, I don't think she did. Oh, wow. Wow, that's too bad. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. That's a huge... It just shows you can't have it all. No, I mean... Huge hit. If I could look like Audrey Hepburn, I don't think I'd be that upset about it. No, she's just a double threat. Well, actually, we don't even know if she can dance. She might just be a single threat. <laughs> they just sedate well, her and tie a bunch of strings. Fabulous <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I promise that's the last time. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, can we talk about... Uh, can I interject? Can, can yes. I interject a thing? You yes, may. Yes, I yes. want to talk about the surprise makeover of Adrian in Rocky. Have you guys seen this? You know what I'm talking many, about? Many, many moons ago. Well, uh, for the first half of the movie, she's mm-hmm. sort of a nerdy-looking yeah. lady oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who wears big sweaters. And then in literally a second, she is super attractive and really articul- articulate all of a sudden. And there's no... It's very interesting. You're right. It is a there's, surprise there's, makeover. There's nothing. There is no, it's like they just took that part of the movie out. They're like, we changed your direction. Uh, <laughs> they just had a different designer halfway <laughs> when, through. When I was a kid, I thought they got a different actress. Whoa. Whoa. I, I was Pretty like, Adrian. I was like, what is this? What is That's that? Weird. What is happening? That is weird. Yeah. This woman. Surprise makeover. That's Are there other examples of that? Probably. Of a surprise makeover where they don't reference it? Well, Let's think on it's it. something that I was going to me- ask you, too, was what about a f- what are a f- movie makeover that is underwhelming? Mm. Because that could answer? count as one. I have one. I have, well, I have two, actually. One is a uh, friend of the show, Christy Zoltzman, and I watched The Banger Sisters <laughs> once <laughs> with um, oh, Susan Sarandon and... Oh, what's her name? She's my favorite. Hang on, just keep talking. She's blonde. <laughs> anyway, they are like these two older groupies. And Gold- Goldie Hawn. Hawn. Yeah, it's oh. Goldie Hawn. I wasn't sure. And Goldie Hawn is still like in her late, like middle ages, but she's like still partying and kicking it with bands. But Susan Sarandon has grown up and adulted and is now like Christian. And then so Goldie <laughs> Hawn goes to find her and because their band is going back on the road or something. And so then she does, and she awakens Susan's, like, past, and then Susan gets a teeny crappy makeover where she chops all her hair off and puts her in a snakeskin pant. And it was, like, the bleakest (laughs) makeover. And when she turned around, when we were supposed to... We call that an Arizona makeover. (laughs) It was a real, like, a not... It was less than a make-under. It was, like, a make-below. It was rough. And make equal. Yeah. Christy make and I even. were very shocked and we might have screamed. It sounds shocking. So yeah, that's one of them. Another is I watched a movie called Grease Two this <laughs> week. The worst movie of all time. I was gonna mention Grease Two when you asked this question. It is like um it is not the worst movie of all time because I had a great time. He t- he texted me about it. I did. Um but it is real terrible. Um, <laughs> Who gets it, a makeover? So it has a similar plot to Grease 1, except it's a gender swap. Ooh. Um, and there's a talent show instead of uh, a drag race. However... A drag race? Or like, not, the, whatever. Not, the not that time of drag race. That would have been a better... <laughs> the old-timey kind. The old-timey car ones, where they race for pink slips. <laughs> 
and uh, <laughs> Frenchie and the that villain Craterface are still like in high school <laughs> and still hanging out with them. Well, Frenchie in Greece too. She comes back. Yeah, Frenchie has to come back to. She has to come back. She undrops. She drops in. I was just gonna say beauty school drop in. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they make that come song? I don't know. To... It seems like a long recite. Yeah. They should have made more songs because the songs were pretty bad. Yep. Um, so Sandy's posh British cousin moves to town. Oh, gosh. Um, and he becomes infatuated with a teenage Michelle Pfeiffer because she is stunning in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sean's affirming that because... Because people... I, I have doubters. There's people that I are, said that I don't think Michelle Pfeiffer is that attractive, and I got some pushback. And so Sean oh, is just pushing my back. My jaw dropped. Um, For real? Yeah. What? She's it's, so pointy. Listen, like, she's a beautiful woman. I'm not disparaging her. I just think it's interesting that people will say that she's, like, such a pinnacle of beauty. Okay. okay we'll we'll talk more about this she's in a pointy. moment. Wow. <laughs> she might look like a star, <laughs> point-wise, but I like all her angles. Oh, that's nice. Um, and she has great, like, bad girl lines. Like, mm. um, at one point, Michael asks her, he's like, are you free tonight? And she's like... Yeah, I'm free every night. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> and I I'm going to use that. Laugh so hard. Um, anyway, so then he wants, he's <laughs> into the, Michelle Pfeiffer, but the you. The Charter of Rights of Freedom. <laughs> the Charter. The Canadian listeners. Are you saying chowder? <laughs> chowder. <laughs> Khakis, chowder. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. Go on. Um, so to date a pink lady, you have to be a T-bird. So he wants right. to become a T-bird. So he buys a motorcycle to transform himself. But it is slow. It's like real change, how real change happens. But I want extremely fast whiplash change mm. like we got in Greece 1. Right. And it was mm-hmm. not the one. Um, not the one that you want? It was not the one that I want. It's not the one? <laughs> <laughs> Tell s- me about it, Sean. <laughs> Sandy! <laughs> oh, We're my God. so much good voice work today. Uh, um, also, just besides that, Grease 2 is rough. Um, <laughs> but every, and like, at least in Grease 1, they have a couple, like, sexy euphemisms, like a line or two. Yeah. But in this one, all the songs are called, like, we're going to score tonight. Oh, yeah. Let's do it <laughs> for our country. <laughs> and I, my the favorite of mine is called Reproduction. Where, Subtle. It, it gets where they little, just talk about sticking pistols and stamens and stuff. Some of those, so, well, some of those scenes are a little gross, I think the, oh, the word yeah. is. I got your pistol right here. Doesn't he convince her that the world's ended in a bomb shelter? <gasps> that that one is nuts. Yeah. There always has to be some element of coercion in a Grease film, hey? <laughs> <laughs> In both of them, hey? Yeah, yep, all two. But also in Grease 1, when you're talking about not knowing if it was the same actress, when it was Sexy Sandy, yeah. I did not know it was the same woman. That's oh. fun. It took me a long time to figure it out. I had she, to, like, hyper-focus on her face. Is it because she got physical? Yes. <laughs> of course it is. Can we talk about another Michelle Pfeiffer uh, Ugh, makeover? We, yes, yeah, of course. Segway. If if you don't think she looks good in this, I'm, I, just kidding. I'm going to be blown away. Okay. I think it's her best one. What is it? Uh, Catwoman, Batman Returns. Oh, I knew you were going to yeah. say that. And like, it's like the self-makeover. Yeah, right? I love like a self-makeover. Self. And I don't know if she... I don't you know, I don't want to put labels on things. I don't know if she goes crazy or she just has had enough that drives her to become what she does. But that those scenes are great. She's a like, woman on the edge. Yeah. She, okay, from what I remember... <laughs> um, I love this. She gets... Turned down by a man, her boss maybe. Then he throws her out a window, and then a bunch of cats eat her. Yeah. 
And then she becomes... That's my recollection as well. <laughs> Not quite. Like, <laughs> that's that's, that's interesting that we share that delusion. Yeah, I swear that a bunch of cats... She, she sees something she shouldn't have at work, and oh, then he yeah. tries to kill her, and then a bunch of cats don't eat her. They, they like, lick her awake because <gasps> she's fallen on this... She oh. should be dead. Cat spit does have a uh, healing property. Well, there were a lot of cats. So, so all that spit. Mm-hmm. As a deeply single woman, I can tell mm-hmm. you all about that. Then, oh yeah. <laughs> does she make? Does she make the suit? It's out of like that suit is awesome. It's it like is really leather faces, like skin mask. Yeah, you and know like what? patched together. It's and made that, out of a coat or something. She's hot she in that. I'll say it. Yeah, that like That's bright red lipstick, and then when she's yeah. like those needles for claws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she's like tick tack tap. But then later when she she's scared. at the party she's in scared. her like super hot dress mm-hmm. and she's dancing with Bruce Wayne before the penguin steals the mayor's son. As one does. <laughs> that is the best Batman. Yeah, that, that might be the best Batman. Ooh. Also, the penguin's so good. It's an amazing Batman. I don't know if it's the best Batman. All right. That's a different show. Jeremy's not ready to go there. <laughs> no. He won't go there with us. I think if you if we made a show about which is the best Batman, I think I'd probably be sick for two weeks. Before I could define. Oh, I thought you meant afterwards. <laughs> like, why? Just like, which one's it going to be? Barfing. Barfing. Um, I can't handle the pressure. In the four minutes we have before the break, oh. since we're talking about self-makeovers, mm-hmm. can I just mention one of my favorite of those? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Sister Act won Dolores Van Cartier, oh. which I forgot is Whoopi's name in that. It's That's her best name? name. It's Dolores Van oh Cartier. Oh, my God. And I, I was like, well, I have to talk about it just so I can say that. Um, I mean, this is a make under, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because she is full oh, glam. Oh, so glam. Is it, full sorry. Tina Turner realness. Is a make under when you throttle it down? Like, is that yeah, what we're like talking about? Yeah, it's mostly from, like, people that are, like, do too crazy too much hair or, like, a lot of bronzer or, like... Yeah. I'm thinking, like, um, a good make under is, like... <laughs> you know this show? <laughs> Are you also trying not to say 100% hotter right now? Because no, I know. I'm not. I'm, it's I a would very never bad because show, I would never show. watch that. Um, like working girls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> from yeah. like a movie. Working mm-hmm. girls. Working girls. Where okay. she like has huge 80s hair and crazy like 80s outfit or and makeup, actually, and then she just dials it down to a very Ali Sheedy in The Breakfast Club. That... Who I was going to say her as my underwhelming makeover. Oh, but I would say that that's a make under. Yeah, because. Um, Molly Ringwald's like, we gotta get all this gunk off your eyes. And all it's like, this black she, stuff. She's wearing eyeliner. Like she looked. Yeah. I think she looked more herself before, and I don't like that she tried to change her. But well, anyway, you can't just throw a headband on anyone. No. And, <laughs> Molly. And, anyway, and then, you're down. And Molly. then uh, what's his name? He's all like, oh, I can see your face now. Emilio. And you're like, I don't care, Emilio. You're the worst one by far. Yes. Um, <laughs> do you have more to she's say about <laughs> Ms. Gotcha? That was a quick just a quick zigzag through my mind there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fun when I take you on those journeys, right, guys? Um, she um, did do it to herself, um, but also it was court-ordered right, in a lot of ways. Like witness protection style. Yeah. Um, but I just really like the idea of a Vegas lounge singer, Whoopi, trying to become a nun. I also, when I was a kid, I kind of thought that at one point, you know, when you just see things so often, you're like, I'll definitely encounter quicksand or like, I'll definitely be evicted from my apartment. I thought that I would probably have to go into witness protection at some point. (laughs) It doesn't seem to happen all the time. You're not that old yet, Joan. It's still time. There's still a lot of time. Do you you have a name picked out? 
if you were to go into witness. Well, it has to be something unmemorable. Like uh, Rusty Templeton. That's so memorable. It's just like, hey, what's up? I'm Russ Templeton. Blob. Blob. Blomden. Blob. Blob. I was going to say Bob Blob Blob. But that's from. But Bob, he's Bob, actually Bob, a, Bob. a very rich person. That's been done. It's <laughs> been done. Now we're just doing rest of development. <laughs> now we're just the show will consist of bits from other shows <laughs> woven together like a Catwoman's And then suit. an occasional and abrasive accent. <laughs> Mate. Mate. <Ow>. <laughs> I said I was done, and I lied. Okay, well, um, you, I'll let listen to you do a couple more of those off, Mike. Um... Uh, yeah, I think now it's time to listen to a word from our sponsors. Go grab your waxing strips and your teeth whiteners, and we'll be back talking more makeover movies with spoiler alert on 91.3 CJ FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert with Sean Dunham, Sonia Stanger, and Jeremy Leguie. We're going to be back talking more makeover movies, but first we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Yay. Yes. <laughs> we should probably find an intro for this. We definitely we <laughs> I like it's game We time both forget about, about it <laughs> until you say it. Uh, for those who are first tuning in, the game is where I spend all week scouring the internet, books, blockbuster cases that have been thrown away <laughs> to find a movie that these two have not seen. And then uh, I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a really good time. Yeah. I thought of something this week, ah. and that is is that if you guys ever uh, guess what the movie is actually about without actually knowing, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a tiny belt, and you're going to be the champion until it happens again. Oh, Why does it have to be a tiny belt? Well, like a heavyweight belt. Well, like a heavyweight belt, but We're I don't want to put it. that much effort <laughs> in. <laughs> Are wrestling belts small? No, they're massive. But, but we will have oh. a small one. <laughs> <laughs> it might be like a launch so we don't have to carry some around some kind of badge. smart man. <laughs> okay. Carry on. This game this week's game title is She's Out of Control. That title again, She's Out of Control. This is a great title also. <laughs> I love this title. Wait okay. till you find out what it's about. Oh my god. Okay, so she's out of control. She's totally out of control. <sighs> Tracy is a single mom addicted to a stimulant drug called control. Um abruptly her health plan changes and she can no longer afford control. Are you reading this? Huh? Did you, you, did you, I, re- I, pre- okay. <laughs> I don't. This doesn't happening? seem fair. <laughs> carry on. Well, I, carry, I, was I wrote it down I was because entranced. I was forgetting about some of the parts. Okay, carry and on. And when she's out of control, she reads a frantic madcap adventure to find more. Thus, <laughs> she's out of control. She's out of control. <laughs> wow. Does this have anything to do with the similarity of the word control to the stimulant drug that I and another of your friends take to treat our ADHD. Um, actually, no. Oh, it's called Concerta. Oh. I don't know if we're to say <laughs> drug names. <laughs> well, our other sponsor, sponsor Big Pharma. <laughs> this show has been anyway, brought to you by. That's fun. That's a, that's a could be a scene for my life. <laughs> Dear good gracious, I've forgotten to refill my Dear good gracious, where's <laughs> my control? Lordy. I was trying not to swear. Sonia? All right, it's about a woman named Tracy. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know her name. Linda. Lynn. Good old Lynn. For short. Um, she has always been very dowdy and, uh, you know, just like a low-key gal. She was always like, oh, I'm, it's more important to me that people take me seriously and like me for my mind than for my looks. But she's 40. She's single. 
She's, like, fed up. And one night, she sees a late-night commercial about a, like, five-step beauty routine that you can get online from a YouTube beauty guru. (laughs) And it will make you beautiful. And she tries it, and she basically, like, just puts on some concealer and, like, a lip gloss. Mm -hmm. And she goes out into the world, and she finds that people are just, like, treating her so much better. So she's like, okay, I'm going to keep this up. And then she, like, takes another step and, and you know, like, back combs her hair <laughs> and wears some tighter jeans. And basically she just gets more and more obsessed and becomes more and more obsessed with beauty and tries more and more things until finally she's out of control. Whoa! <laughs> and she realizes that her true self was what was important all along. And uh, I mean, maybe she, like, meets a guy at the library who's, like, not into her whole changing her image thing. And and eventually she realizes that he was right. Although he also realizes that it's fine for a woman to want to have fun putting on makeup sometimes. Does she work at the library? Yeah, I think maybe she works at the library. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I thought it was interesting that she took a moment from her out of controlness <laughs> to go browse. <laughs> I think she like meets him near the beginning. Oh yeah 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 yeah. And and he's like into her, but she doesn't realize it. Anyway. Well, I guess I should have written it down ahead of time because it well, would have been a little more cohesive. No, well, otherwise, so you get all the shade in the room here. So <laughs> <I'd agree. laughs> I like to keep the game as short notice as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know, I do my best. Um, you're both kind of right in a hugely wrong way. <laughs> so uh, this, of course, 1989 Tony Danza hit. Naturally. <laughs> is, is, about, she? is about uh, he and his daughter, played by Catherine Hicks, and... Uh, Amy Dolenz is also in the film as, I believe, his girlfriend. But uh, he is a dad, and his daughter is kind of awkward, and then she learns about all these beauty things, and she becomes super hot, and then there's all of these suitors who show up at the door, and he's just trying to keep her from dating and doing all of these awful things because he's clearly not ready for her to be an adult yet, uh, all while his girlfriend is like, she's going to grow up, let her, you know, do these things. Uh, It's super awkward. It looks kind of funny. Watch the trailer. I don't know if you if you the trailer, then Sonya watch was the rest. quite close. I was pretty close. Yeah, I know. You got but, half a belt there. But Tony Danza <laughs> is the main character. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get Tony Danza in there. No, not and he's the nice guy she met at the library. Always, oh, no, no, he's the dad. <laughs> but he's her dad. In my version. Always throw in a Tony Danza when you play the game. That's okay. all I'm saying. You can't, you can't go wrong. It, yeah, it, our alternate title was Six Degrees of Tony Danza. <laughs> Uh, that was the game brought to you by the RPL Film Theater, our new super cool sponsor. Yay. Yay. Uh, thanks, guys. Love you. Go see movies there. Yeah. Go, 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 go. Um, so a lot of the makeovers that we've been talking about all happen to women. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any that are uh, a great male ma- makeover I, that you have spotted? I think I have the first male makeover. <gasps> this is not true, but I think I've got Oh, picked man. up that leaf and he was like, ooh, <gasps> this is really doing something for my complexion. Whoa. Embarrassed about Look at how thin I look with this leaf. No, um, <laughs> Can't Buy Me Love, Patrick Dempsey, oh. which is McDreamy, better known as McDreamy. Oh, yes, yes. And, uh, who if plays, you're a mom. Who plays the girl? <laughs> uh, who, no, yeah, who's the girl? I can't ooh, remember. It's deep in the recesses of my mm-hmm. mind. Anyway, um, he is kind of a nerdy dude who hangs out in the airplane graveyard. And he pays a girl to pretend to date him so he can be cool. And then he gets a new jean jacket and everybody thinks he's amazing. Mm. And then she becomes super unpopular because of happenstance. However, 
it turns out that they were in love for reals the whole time. <gasps> Jean Jacket or not? Her name was Amanda Peterson. Oh. Never heard of her. Me neither. Mm. I thought you were going to stop I thought you were somebody. Amanda Pete? Can't buy me love. Yeah, there's a fun part where they're like, uh, what, what is that shirt you're wearing? And he's like, it's a design, a look. <laughs> like, anyway. That's it's Patrick Dempsey's voice? No. <laughs> it's just, just like it. Um, mine, yeah. that I like a lot, that I was very surprised to hear that you have not seen, Sean, because um, I feel like it's sort of in your wheelhouse, is Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wherein... Um, handsome debonair stylish womanizer ryan gosling helps make over unstylish pretty sad (laughs) (laughs) dad steve carell honestly he plays several of those in his career yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um there's a really great scene where ryan gosling takes steve carell to the mall to like commence the makeover and he's like what are you wearing on your feet? And Steve Carell's like, they're my new balances. I love them. And he goes, are you Steve Jobs? <laughs> are you the owner of a multi-billion dollar company? And Steve Carell's like, no. He's like, they're not allowed to wear new balances. And then he throws them off of a balcony oh. in a mall. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Tough love. There's a lot of tough love, but honestly, it makes me laugh very hard. Um, and they're both very cute. Those two. It's a good one. Uh, it's a great movie. About love. I should be checking this out. You because check it also, out. Claire McCashin has been telling me to watch that as well. Um, so I also have one. I didn't watch it this week, but I should. Um, I also should have brought this up during the twist episode. Mm-hmm. So it's called The Shape of You. Um, and it is about Rachel Weiss uh, meets nerdy Paul Rudd. Ooh. And he... Uh, he's like an English student. He's super schlubby. And she begins, and he's she's very attractive, and they begin dating, and she slowly like grooms him, he, she fixes his hair, he starts working out, his confidence is, goes through the roof. She eventually convinces him to get plastic surgery on his nose. What? He Whoa. wears contacts, like things really escalate. She like ruins his relationship with his two best friends, and so yeah, she really gets him in deep uh, with her as well. But he begins to look amazing. But then he goes to her MFA thesis project, and she reveals that Evan <gasps> is actually her, her project. Her project, and about how she can like shape this person um, into a different person, and the uh, and the installation is just full of like uh, videos of them like throughout their like relationship like having sex or like the engagement ring that he gave her will be a part of the exhibit as well and he is the movie ends with him just like completely like blown away was he never supposed to know no she was like she was like yeah so this is it like she was very cash about revealing it to him and he was very betrayed that sounds insane spoiler alert oh yeah holy cow it was really nuts. We're like we're like shocked in this <laughs> we're, room. We're just sitting here like, oh my God, you two are very star- shell shocked. Well, because that's so awful. It was. Poor and Paul Rudd. Oh I do God. remember like because just like the lead up where he becomes so dependent on her and so yeah. in like belief, believing in her so much and in her love, and how he ruins his relationship with his two best friends and then. She is just shady, shady. Do you know she's doing this the whole time, or do you just no? She like mentions that she's working on her project like in passing a few times, but then at the end, 
it's just a room full of people, and then she, he comes to watch her present, and she just does does the speech, and it is rough stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what I'm hearing is never trust someone with an MFA. There it oh, is. no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. I'm pretty shady over here. <laughs> yep. I uh, can so. I bring up two other guy makeover movies? Yeah. Yes. One one of which, because uh, wife of the show, Alan Le brought it up. The new guy, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, DJ Qual... Qual's Qual? <laughs> He's come as up a I've, lot recently. As I've mentioned, <laughs> my DJ name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, he gets made over so he can go to a new school. He becomes the new guy. Okay, you can't fix DJ Qualls, though. He, uh, Whoa. He, he gets fixed. No Harsh. offense to Mr. Have you well, seen Well, part of him getting seen? fixed I is, him, oh. is him learning to be tough. Yeah, and then he And gets, he, like, bulges his eyes. What's it called? What is it? What's the move called? I forget. Crazy eyes. Crazy eyes, yeah, which is, like, that's problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Jeremy's doing a really good crazy eyes right now. T- I won't do it because they're touching get his glasses. So they bounce too off. <laughs> you'll get so scared. I'm gonna get an aneurysm, you guys. Yeah. The other one I want to talk about is one of the best, like '80s must be '80s male makeovers. It's so ridiculous. It's from Earth Girls Are Easy with <laughs> Gina Davis, and then who are the three men? Uh, Jim Carrey, Jeff Goldblum, and oh my God, is it a Wayne's brother? <laughs> I can't try and keep trying. Um, oh, of course you can't remember. Never mind. I'm not going to say it, but just saying. That's true. Um, I'm looking it up. Okay. Uh, Earth Girls Are Easy is about Gina Davis, and she just broke up with her boyfriend because she was cheating on her. And then these three aliens crash in her pool, and they're all different colors. Like, they're totally... Damon Wayans. It was Damon Wayans. Well, I'm happy so. that I kind of remembered. Yeah. So, anyway, um, they're all different colors. Like, Jeff Goldblum is blue fur. He's totally blue fur, like it's, oh, and they work in like a like a nail salon kind of thing. And her one friend makes them over, so she shaves them completely and gives them tans. And like Jeff Goldblum is so hot, like leaning out of his tanning bed, and she gets to see him for the first time. And of course, they fall in love. Like it's this whole thing. But doesn't oh, he you? covered in blue stubble? No, 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 no. <laughs> wow. This it's is a five deep, o'clock shadow. Shave. Can you imagine if you met this blue furry alien and then he came out and he was. Jeff Goldblum in the 80s? Young Jeff. You'd you'd pass right out. Honestly, I'm surprised at the four of these people in the same room. Like Jim Carrey and Jim Carrey and Damon Damon Wayans. Wayans, Not so much. Oh, (laughs) I'm showing Sean a picture of the three of them in costume. It it looks like (laughs) the Grinch, (laughs) but in all different Everyone everyone in the movie, even Gina Davis, they're all super hot. They're in California. It's the whole thing. Uh, She also gets a makeover after her breakup, now that I think about yeah. it, to try and like win him back. That's Doesn't, a classic breakup. Does she not cut work. her hair off and dye it red? I think it's blonde. Because that's what <laughs> every woman I know has done after breakup. Excuse you. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. It's, it's that's a, a young Jeff Goldblum Whoa. as he exits the... Yeah. Not a stitch of blue on him, you guys. Sean, are I've, you playing the role of a sassy gay man who makes over a dowdy woman? <laughs> Right now, because that's the energy you're throwing me right now. Shut up! You're giving me full the dad from Ten Things I Hate About You in <laughs> Miss Congeniality. Or no? Okay. In, in my, in, the dad? In, what? In the Princess Diaries. The Princess Diaries. He's a sassy European, Bodyguard? possibly Italian. No, he's the one who makes him over. Paolo. <laughs> he's like he comes and he sees. 
He sees Anne Hathaway's, like, pretend unibrow and frizzy hair, and he's like, Palo cannot work with this. I don't remember this man at all. He's really fun. He wears a lot of rings. He has a harem of women with sunglasses on. That sounds fun. It's very stereotypical, but it's pretty fun. Um, The Princess Bride... Princess, Princess Diaries. Bride. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Bride was not a makeover, but Princess Diaries didn't have a great makeover. Yeah. Um, Anne Hathaway got made over twice. Yeah. In that one. Did she? And she also got a The Devil Wears Prada makeover. Devil Wears Prada, which is a self-makeover, kind of. Well, Stanley Tucci Emily. had a heavy hand in there. And Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt. Because she was too dowdy to do it herself. Oh, she was a smart girl, and she wore old sweaters. <laughs> and she was like a size eight. God. And she, they were like, oh, darling, you have to be a size four. Um, <laughs> and then she straightens her hair. and then her, I, Well, her hair was a little white. And then that does it. It wasn't great. It was But it was then big. What? her handsome boyfriend, ooh, Adrian Grenier, Adrian Grenier, thank you, uh, leaves her because she's too shallow. Mm-hmm. I think they reconcile at the end. I don't remember. I remember a coffee date. grilled cheese. Yeah. Is the message, I have seen this movie, I think, one time. Is the message that Anne Hathaway becomes the devil? Is that what? Is that the no? The but the message is what is the message? I think the message is there's nothing wrong with loving fashion and being involved in the beauty industry necessarily, but you can't lose touch with yourself and your true values. Because mm-hmm. this, what's the what's the woman? The real woman? Miranda Priestley. Oh, but the real woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's her character name. No, no. It's uh, no, no. Meryl. Or like Anna Wintour. No, no, but who's it based on? Anna Anna Wintour? Anna Wintour. Yeah. But like it's perfectly acceptable that she's just awful, right? Like that's Um, that's not addressed at all. No, I don't think that's true. I think you see that there is like a sad, sympathetic side to her. Oh, yeah. She appears in a no makeup, crying on a couch scene where she is very, she's very raw to Anne. Mm -hmm. But there's not a lot of moments of that. No. Mm. But it's well, very... I like it though. I think it's a very complex portrayal of a uh, powerful women woman who's like a dragon lady, which I think is one of the terrible misogynist tropes in our world. Mm-hmm. Because men are like that all the time, and they just get to be CEOs, and it's not that big of a deal. But when a woman's like that, it's this whole image thing. And she just wants the new screenplay of the Harry Potter movie for <laughs> no, her kids. Manuscript. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, it's just, something like that. But she has so many good lines in that movie, also. Oh, she really does. Feel free to move at a glacial pace. You know how that thrills me. <laughs> My mom used to say that to me sometimes. <laughs> As a fun job. <laughs> and then we would all love, love, love. <laughs> Except for you, who was actually <laughs> trying to move faster. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm a bit slow as a person. It's not a problem. Um, well, we could have done a double episode on this, I think. I think we could have, because I yeah. have more to say, but... What do you got? What? I haven't even talked about The Little Mermaid yet. We can... Oh, oh amazing. Yeah. We can keep going, because I actually have, like, nothing for I don't either. I've, I've got a thing. Okay. Okay, well, we'll give you we'll do that. three yeah. minutes. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> uh, to quote my co-worker, co-worker of the show, Vincent, mm-hmm. for The Little Mermaid makeover, she gets legs. Yeah. <laughs> but right? no she voice. Does- Got to trade in that voice. She got a make so. under on the throat. Yeah, the vocal <laughs> um, How, well, as I've mentioned before, probably, you see very clearly her signing her name so she can write 
And at no point does she just write Prince Eric a quick note saying, listen, see I've which- got a lot going on. <laughs> see which took my, my voice. <laughs> see which took my See fin. which problems. <laughs> Hashtag we'll see which later. problems. Yeah. Just give me a quick smooch. Don't marry Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa is trouble. Vanessa's got uh, octopus legs. I think they could have made it work. Maybe that's what he liked. Yeah, I think that, I think that she could have thought of a little more outside the box. It all worked out in the end. It did. And I think we'll all get fired from the show if we don't at least say the word Cinderella one time. Yeah. Mm. She really had a show. glow up hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag glow up. We could all, we've all wanted a fairy godmother one anytime, time or another, hey? Anytime a pumpkin is involved, it's over the top. But Excuse that's, you? That's, that's the rule. Okay. Magic, though. I know. It's fine. It's just a, it's just a bit How much. old was she? Why was she only allowed to stay out till midnight? Well, was she supposed to be like 12? she's basically an indentured servant. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but if Who's she's going to clean the staying? floors for the morning, Sean? Yeah. Uh, Work still has to get done. Okay, fairy godmother could um, turn a pumpkin into a carriage and a mouse into a chauffeur, but she couldn't sweep up a bit. No. What a... What a woman. Well, she's got to learn how to do the hard work. And also, what's her relationship to this evil stepmother? She she married her dad. I know, but no, no, no. Like, what's the fairy godmother? There's no relationship. Why does there have to be a relationship? Well, I just... She just randomly assigned her? I thought that she was like, you know, I used to be your aunt, and now I'm dead, or whatever. (laughs) No? Like, I thought okay. that's how you would get a fairy godmother. I gotta scooch along to something I want to say. <laughs> All right, I just want to know scooch. logistics. Do scooch. Keep uh, going. Two films that I think would count as makeover films, uh, which I would like to say as a caveat: someone who's transitioning is not a makeover, and I don't think that. Just before I say, this. oh, I know she's the man and Mrs. Doubtfire. Two. Very fun makeover scenes with iconic montages oh, yes. of oh, yeah. either men becoming women or women becoming men, and it's very fun. Mm-hmm. I will say that a makeover film, a good one, should have a great montage. Mm-hmm. There should be a fun song. And if there's just a grease where you, surprise, I'm Hello, Sandy, surprise. what's the point? No. You want a good montage. I want to mm-hmm. see... <laughs> I want to see... We, we don't want any age. We know what you want to see. I want to see pretend sideburns, pretending to be a mustache. I want to see well, different. She's <laughs> the man. But why did Amanda Bynes try on so many mustaches when she didn't wear a mustache? Because mustaches are fun. They are fun. And so, and then there's like her like walking behind dudes, trying to learn how to walk like a dude. And then, and then we have uh, on the other side of things, Robin Williams doing a lot of facial prosthetics, a couple problematic voices. As you can see, that's something I'm not that mad about. I know it's very forgivable. <laughs> he does a great Barbara Streisand in that movie. Also, I love that his brother, played by Harvey Firestein, opens the door, and Robin Williams is like, "I need you to make me into a woman." And then his brother goes, <laughs> "Oh, so honey, happy. I'm so happy." So and I'm good. like, "Oh, that's nice. That's inclusive." Harvey Firestein is great. He's on screen for like two minutes, and he's very yeah, memorable. He's so great funny. In that movie. Doesn't he bring another face at some point? Yeah, an extra face. Yeah. Well, because he loses a face <laughs> out, out the, the window, window in a very dramatic moment. That's <laughs> yeah. run over by a truck. Why does he have to? Some, there's something wrong with the new face, though, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, don't lose it again, or like this one's old, or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> That's important detail. It's, it's some sort of plaster drying or there, something. It's like not fully dry yet or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh. 
Be careful. We are film experts. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Uh, Jer. Yeah. What you watching? What you watching? I I am not watching anything. This is about what I'm going to be watching. Oh, Oh, is it the Meg? Uh, Because that's what I want to be watching. (laughs) My my brother and dad saw it. I didn't know it it stood for Megalodon. I didn't know that. I didn't put that You thought it was just big Meg Ryan's face (laughs) floating (laughs) across the screen. Just a (laughs) retrospective of how her face used to look. That would have been amazing. Speaking of Sonya. Psycho, I'm not shaming her for getting plastic surgery, but she did a bad job. I don't think she did get PS. Girl. I don't know. Have you seen? Okay. Sometimes <laughs> faces change. To be, faces change, but. To be discussed in the plastic surgery episode. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, That's no. That's a good one. Uh, number one, I have to talk about this because wife of the show has been hounding me to talk about it. And what she's, well, we're going to go. It looks very good, but she is. Freaking out for crazy rich Asians. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, it looks super. I think it looks good. I. Yeah. They have locked in making all three of them mm-hmm. already. Yeah. And uh, it's supposed to be this huge deal. So go check it out. Yeah. It's going to be like high decadence. Representation yes. matters, y'all. Constant yeah. Wu looks. Maybe. Amazing. I'm sensing a makeover. Oh, coming. yeah. Oh. So. No, Michelle Yao is going to make her dress up. Hmm. Uh, the other thing that I'm going to be watching, hopefully, if things work out for my favor, and you two might be involved with, but I'm not sure, <laughs> is that the Regina International Film Festival is happening right now. Right Right now. now. Yes. And they have so many movies. Yeah. If you have not looked up on the website, there is, like, screenings for days for, like, multiple theaters. It's huge. The it's riff. absolutely huge. The riff. They're riffing. Yeah. Go. It's super cheap. You can watch, like, 975 movies. I don't know if it's that many. I I was going to say, that seems a bit high. Half of them are the Meg, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's big. Uh, Get yourself some passes. I think it's only like 20 bucks for one day, or uh, there's other master classes happening. Uh, Oh, my goodness. What's his name? Super acclaimed uh, independent animator. Uh, Brian Plimpton? Yep. Bob Plimpton? Uh, Hang on. Mr. Plimpton. Mr. Plimpton is coming uh, for a master class. Bill. Oh, my God. Uh, wow. So I'm stoked to uh, hopefully check that out. But uh, everybody, go. Because it's... Support your local film scene. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, folks. Movies. All right. Movies, movies, movies. movies. With that, <laughs> That's how we should end every episode. Movies, movies, movies. We'd like to thank Saskatoon's The Garys for letting us use their song, Manitouna. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a lot of fingers thrown my way. It's a tad early there, Sean. Okay, well, <laughs> I just John's still want to thank them. John's got to get home and make over his face. I do got to do a I actually pass. have to rush to a costume fitting after this. So oh, sorry. So glamour. <laughs> I've got a very hilarious uh, if, gig. <laughs> if you guys were getting a makeover today. Mm-hmm. I am. Other than that, <laughs> what would you hope would be included? In your makeover. Oh. I, I am almost certain that my makeover would be 70% hair removal. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you doing a full Jeff Goldblum oh. <laughs> underneath his clothes? <laughs> oh, no. It would be very intense. That's, that's the only Audrey, way I can imagine. I think that you're beautiful. Oh, I know that, but for a make for makeover, you have to do something, and that's... Yeah, there has to be some painful wax. Yeah, that's got to well, be it. Well, we could do laser. Oh, Yeah. Let's just lasers. laser your shoulders, laser your back. Your nose. Laser your nose. Shins, forehead. <laughs> your shins. Back. Your forehead. <laughs> Why? You got some hair. All right. Well, we can do thank yous now. Oh. Go for it, Hey, Jim. everyone. I've been given the go-ahead now, so thank you. 
<laughs> We'd again like to thank Saskatoon Zagarius for letting us use their song Manitouna for our theme song and our generous sponsor, the RPL Film Theater. Yay. Thanks to my amazing co-hosts and everyone <laughs> at CJTR and all of you for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Friday mornings at 9, and is available as a podcast on CJTR website. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, so give us a follow. Have a good evening. Bye. Bye.